0: If you're here to find some underappreciated shows or maybe hear me praise a few old favorites, you've come to the right place. This is Restless in Peace and today we're spotlighting Rengoku no Ash. I'm Fennec and I've been an anime fan for almost a decade and have watched hundreds of shows. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with friends. If you haven't read Rengoku no Ash, please like, take into account there will be spoilers ahead. Rengoku no Ash is about a young monk who works as a knight for the church. He, you know, he, him and his brethren kind of stop at a city on their journey. They're, like, uh, he meets there this young lady named Ash who uses, like, ex- experimental herbal medicine to help out you know, people in the city. They become friends very quickly, and there's pretty obviously some good chemistry between them, but... He's a monk, so nothing's gonna happen, which is kind of a bummer because he and Ash seem like they, you know, they'd make a nice couple. Uh, but we are talking about the 14th century, uh, kind of like in terms of timeline. So, you know, there's also witch trials, and with her practicing experimental medicine and witch trials being a thing, I'm pretty sure you can put two and two together. You know, she burns at the stake, so you know, Ash literally, <laughs> literally becomes Ash. He becomes hell depressed and is thrown out into out of the knight's order for his association with her. A few years pass and he gets also burned alive, gipti doopti doo. You know, it's it's a pretty cheerful manga. It's uh, by the way, it's a one-shot manga, so short read. Uh, but here's the thing. When the bishop ...ordered Ash's execution, he also ordered her father's execution for his association with her... ...but he didn't execute the monk for his his association with her, like... ...yeah, the monk was punished, but he wasn't executed. At first I thought, well, it's probably because he's obviously more associated with Ash than the monk... ...but, like, but... ...uh, what's the word? But that didn't really feel like a full answer... So, I kind of just want to talk about that situation, okay? Like, I was reading this, and this, this was a really weird thing for me to focus on. Like, yeah, okay, she was executed, but why was her dad executed? And, yeah, okay, so that's what the episode is going to be about today. Um, I guess you could say that we're going to talk about... F- 14th century inheritance law and also that's that's pretty much something you can say okay so you see in this manga the bishop is Incentivized to fall uh, to falsely accuse people of witchcraft, kind of because the law states that once uh, a witch is executed, their property go their property goes to the church, and that essentially equates to money going directly to the bishop. I was kind of curious about how this was legally acceptable. I mean, doesn't it make sense that if someone dies, and let's say they don't have a will, then their stuff should go to their next of kin, friends, whatever? Like, yeah, Ash's family family was technically technically dead but we know of at least one friend of hers that was alive and could have theoretically claimed her estate he probably wouldn't have actually gotten it because they knew each other kind of briefly but he could have at least made a claim the weird part the weird part is that her property kind of just automatically moved to the church's possession which was really weird for me like how did you get that done so i started doing some research about but like Hold hold and behold, there really isn't any information on what actually happened to a witch's property after they were executed. It's not really talked very, it's not a common subject. So I, I tried looking up like obvious, after I didn't find anything, I tried looking up the obvious things like the Salem witch trials and like... Oh, yeah. what else did I look up? Like, I even looked up executioners and what their role in everything was. You know, I also looked up the legal shitstorm that took place in Salem. Like, all kinds of stuff. But I just couldn't really find for the life of me what happened to the executed stuff. But I did find 14th century inheritance law and Harvard put it out, so I think it's pretty credible. Uh, credible but inconsistent. By inconsistent, I mean that no one really knows how it works. It worked. Uh, There are theories, but that it worked like this, or like that, or like that, or like this. And all sides have arguments, and I'm in no position to declare which is right. So, uh, you know, I don't want to declare, <laughs> I'm not going to declare who's right. We have the manga to base ourselves on, so I just kind of have to cross uh, the two and see what fits. And by doing that, I can tell you that at least in association with the manga, this is how it kind of works. And this is why Ash's father 100% had to die so the church would get would get its money. When someone close to death was accept- was. A- When someone was close to death, it was expected of them to call a representative of the church to hear their final will. Now, if for whatever reason that didn't happen, then your estate would go into uh, what's called intestacy, which is basically just a term for an estate that belonged to someone who died without a will and that. And that that estate's value was greater than that person's debt. At which point, how you died comes into play with what happens to your estate. If you died of an illness, for example, and you had like I don't know several days to call for a church representative to hear your will, and you didn't, then your estate automatically automatically becomes the property of your feudal lord. Whilst if your death was sudden and unexpected, your wife would get let's say a third of your estate, and your kids would get a third, and you will also get a third your third being that your dead will probably go to the church and the poor in order to help your soul with redemption and some shit like that but if you had no friends or family to get your estate and you had no will yeah like well your feudal lord your feudal lord would get all your shit So, now let's go back to the manga. The church can't claim that Ash didn't have a will because she was executed by the church, meaning that they had every opportunity to have a representative take record of her will. So let's say she left everything to her only living relative, her father. Well then, the church ain't getting shit, and she was pretty wealthy, so they want her shit. So the answer is pretty simple, and unless you're stupid, you know what it is. The church just has to kill her father. Now, you might think, but how the hell are people letting this guy get executed when it's known that he did no know witchcraft? Like, if, if association is grounds for execution, half the people there should have been executed. So if they're letting him get the axe, aren't they just putting themselves up on the chopping block next? People just aren't that stupid. And, like, so... Like, I gen- by the way, I genuinely believe that people n- are not that stupid. And if... And, like, even back then, I don't think that it should have been acceptable. I, like, people, I, I'm sure that people would have noticed. But I think that a combination of fear and mass paranoia was kind of what led them to disregard that. Like, after all, like, we know that the bishop would have gone on a witchcraft. kind of like a witch killing spree given the chance so those people are those people are very likely to end up burning alive at some point the entire situation is basically just greed and tragedy or whatever you want to call it and they well like i think that logically they shouldn't have let him be executed but you know like paranoia is a really really strong emotion emotion thought like whatever so i can kind of get why they didn't think of it at the time but still it's a little weird to me but I get okay. I guess like the the only point that I still haven't gone over was probably how the church would get the money instead of a feudal lord, and that's kind of a real easy answer. If you, if you read the manga, you you can very obviously see that the entire city is controlled by the church. Like it it's. Pretty safe to guess. I think that the bishop might be acting as the area's lord, or, or something like that. The, the the church has some mass authority, or something like that, over that city. So I think it's pretty safe to say that they can take the money, like instead of a feudal lord or feudal lord or something like that. It, it's probably not really all that complex. <laughs> Finally, I do recommend you read uh, Rengoku no Ash if you haven't. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share with friends. Also, tell tell me what you think about today's episode. I tried kind of doing it in more of a freestyle fashion. A bit less scripted. Kind of just having notes in front of me. Uh, Tell me what you think about it. Uh, Did it flow well? Did you enjoy it? Do Do you prefer how other episodes are done just... Let me know.